0: Thank you for listening to Dream 10X Radio, where we interview people attempting to live extraordinary lives. Our twofold purpose is to both direct and inspire people bold enough to do the same. Dream 10X. Face your fears and make your life count. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to episode three of the Dream 10X Radio. Podcast. In this episode, we talk to the Jordan family, not the Vaughn family, as you will soon hear me make that mistake. It's the Jordan family. The Jordan family is composed of Steve and Liz Jordan, and Vaughn and Aiden, their two sons, sixteen and fifteen, respectively. Steve and Liz both know Cindy back from their her Hawaii days, uh, her Hawaii days, her days in the Navy when uh, they were all stationed in Hawaii. Um, Since then, Steve and Liz have spent a considerable amount of time working for the federal government overseas, and they have just brought their family back to the United States for the first time in many, many years and are now adjusting to American life again up in Maryland. And we invited them over for dinner and twisted their arm into being on our our Dream 10X podcast. So, we got a chance to talk to them after dinner and ask them a bit about what their dreams and aspirations are now that they've moved back to the United States and are kind of starting their life over again to some, some respects. So, please enjoy this interview with the, not the Vaughn family, the Jordan family. Go ahead, get started. All right. So, here we are, the Dream 10X podcast, and we are here. Uh, We have the privilege to uh, sit and talk with the Vaughn family, or the uh, Jordan (laughs) Jordan family. The Vaughn family. The Jordan family. Um, So Cindy and I are on a quest this year to talk to as many people as we can about their dreams, what dreams they might have in their life, and to uh, get a sense for how those dreams affect um, what what, what they do with their life, what they achieve with their life. And so, Cindy and I have dreams, and we've we've talked about some of our dreams that we've had as younger kids, and how they impacted what we did after we graduated from high school and in college. And so, we now we have two adults and two and their kids with us. Um, and so, we'd like to ask you guys what what you've dreamed about in your lives and <laughs> and uh, kind of how that's affected you. In your lives, and what you think, what you think you want to do with your lives cool. moving forward. So, anybody want to share any dreams that they've had so far?
1: God, I volunteered. I the all crazier, right.
0: the better. Actually, so. the
1: crazier. I don't know. Um, I've always like been interested in like you know aircraft, like of any kind, or even just like vehicles, it's just at all. Um, so, like at first, I was like really into like um, like fixed wing aircraft. I don't know, like, now I see, I think that, like, helicopters are, like, more appealing. They're more, like, a, like well-rounded. You can use them in a lot more
2: situations. And I what, think that's what's
0: a fixed-wing aircraft,
1: what does that mean? That's just,
0: it's not Planes? It's
2: like, yeah, just a plane. Okay. The wings don't move. Yeah.
0: But now what? So but now, like,
2: I'm more
1: into helicopters, because I feel like that's more... More useful. Yeah, it's more useful, like, modern in day. Yeah, modern day.
2: I'm making it sense.
1: Useful more, in like, what sense? Well, because there's always, like... There's a lot more private helicopter pilots, I think, flying around people like in the city or whatever. Okay. And I feel like that's a lot more – you can't fly You can't fly a plane in the city as easily as you can fly a helicopter. So I feel like that would be a, like a lot better market to get into for you know going to the private side.
0: So how old are you? I'm 16. And you're a junior in high school?
1: I'm a sophomore. I'm going to be a junior. Yeah. You're a rising junior. Yeah.
0: So where did your interest yeah. in flying come from?
1: Just – I don't know. I've just always been. You forget. In that. It's just been always. I don't know. Something that I've always been interested. in. You can't pin any
0: particular event, or it's just something. I mean, I've always with. like
1: watched like World War II films and stuff, and I've always like looked at that like, oh, that's super cool, and always like you know been attracted to that kind of stuff.
0: Cool. Yeah. So uh, in our first podcast, we talked about how I was interested in computers as a kid. And I can't, I don't know why, I don't know where that came from because my dad, I mean my parents were as non-technical as they, you could get, but I just had an interest in computers as a kid. So you're kind of the same way, like you you have an interest in flying, and so now that's driving what you're going to do probably after high school, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm going to look into that field a lot more and see if I can apply and go into like the military way, see if they can pay for it and I can learn through that way.
0: So particularly what? Like, I mean, I, I still don't
1: know yet. Like, I'm not, like, 100% certain. But, I mean, I'd be down to just do pretty much anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Are your parents pushing you in any direction?
1: I mean, they want me to start taking flight lessons now, and they're kind of pushing me towards, like, getting my license now. But other than that, like, they're not really pushing me towards a specific branch or anything.
0: Is there, like, Civil Air Patrol or something you could...
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's around here. Like, it was... They had Civil Air Patrol <coughs> back in <coughs> Germany, and I knew people who were in that, but... I haven't seen anything about that here because they don't have any J-R-R-A-C programs here, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. At least where we live. Uh-huh.
0: Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I don't know. Do you ever think about that? No. I just hope I'm not dead. <laughs> That's, <like the> only <laughs> That's thing good. That's me. a good goal to have. <laughs> Still be alive in 10 years. Yes. I
1: don't know. I definitely want to go, like, see places and go, you know, on adventures and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah, we've been focusing more on telling them, asking them what kind of lifestyle they want, like, versus what do they want to do or be.
0: Because
3: uh-huh. I think at this age it's hard to say, "Well, what do you want to be when you grow up?" I think that's a, a tough question it, to ask kids. It is. And so we just ask, "What do you want? What do you want your lives to be like?" I mean, do you want to be somewhere all the time in one place, one location? Do mm-hmm. you want to travel? Do you want to have, you know, you want to be out and about? Do you want to be able to go to nice restaurants? Do you want to just, you know, have a real simple life I, mean, I think
0: that's going to decide kind of what they do going forward mm-hmm. yeah I ask my kids that all the time and they're they're they still I don't know I don't know so I feel stupid asking them that but I think it's an important question like because I ask myself that all the time so I'm like I'm gonna ask my kids too they gotta they gotta start thinking about it because I gotta start thinking about it what am I gonna do where, where do I want to be in 10 years <laughs>
4: I, we we talk to them all the time about the future, and and I've told them before that what I do now didn't exist when I was their age. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So to really expect them to project where they're going to be, you know, is a career mm-hmm. that they're going to start in in five years and do for the next thirty years after that is it's an impossible ask. I couldn't answer that right now. Where I'm going to be in twenty years? Mm. Hopefully, mm. I'll be where I'm at. But you know, ten years ago, or five years ago, or God forbid, twenty years ago. There's no way I could I could backtrack to all those choices and see that where I am now is where I was supposed to be.
0: So that's an interesting point. Do you uh, so do you think it's not necessary to have a vision for where you should be in ten years? You should just go with the flow because you can't ever figure out where think what the way things are going to be in ten years.
4: I think it varies for different people. I mean. Like our friend uh, Dawn, her daughter knew from the time she was a child, she wanted to be a doctor. And it took her, God knows, 6, 8, 10, 12 years to be a doctor. And she was driven by that that goal and that that accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And, and some people are driven by that, but I don't think everybody is.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, I'm not for sure. My only goal leaving high school was to get out of Oklahoma, period. You know, join the Navy. They're not going to send me back to Oklahoma, that's for sure. So that was my my goal was to, to get out of there and have a different life. Mm-hmm. You know the life i was raised with was was wonderful. It was a big family, very loving, not abusive, it was it was nice, but it was small-minded, small town, super religious and it just wasn't the life i wanted. Mm-hmm. So i thought anything else was going to be better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was looking for more difference, and more, uh, the more the more singular focused position or employment or
0: position in life. So did you, uh, is, did you find that? Absolutely. Is that how it unfolded?
4: Yeah. Well, it unfolded, yes. it It changed, you know, if, if change is the only goal, then it should be pretty valuable Yeah. <laughs> you can always change. Yeah. You, it, it's harder to hold on to what you, to one single thing. I think if you want to be a lawyer, you want to be a surgeon, that goal, that, the list, the line to get sure. to be that person is very short. Yeah, You have to check all the right boxes, keep everything in line, you know. But if you're more open to a career field that didn't necessarily exist when you were deciding a career day in high school, mm-hmm. if you're open to whatever, then it should be easy to find.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because Gallup huh? did a huge study and they found that 65% of jobs... That um, don't exist yet for elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, how do you really decide a career when you don't know what's going to be out there? So that's that's case in point. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Now, I keep seeing things on online talking about you know all those people who said where they were going to be five years ago couldn't be more wrong today. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously, we're all nobody saw COVID and being stuck at home and, and you know the whole workforce infrastructure changing
5: mm-hmm.
0: based on something that. Most people couldn't have predicted, so yeah. But is it a bad thing? No. Is that a bad thing? No. To like I mean, be heading in one direction and then um, realize, oh, I got all these these other things happening. And no, I think it's yeah. great. I think
4: I think being flexible and being. I, I've got a marine friend who told me told me one time you have you have to grow wherever you're planted, or or not. I mean, if you not grow, you could just be stunted and, and be resistant and and I'm um, disgruntled with where you are. <clears throat> but the goal is to prosper. So you don't necessarily get to pick where you're planted, but you have to grow wherever you're planted. So I think we, as parents, are trying to teach our kids that. You, know, you may not like going to school at this school or or being on that team or being with this group, but you, you have to... I think you have to be flexible and at least attempt to, to be who... You want to be, you know, not necessarily who people expect you to be or we expect you to be, or, I mean, we don't have any expectations for our kids other than to, we don't have any expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I have expectations. We can't get them to go to bed. We can't get them to get up. We can't get them to, be, you know, but. They the arena. <laughs> they, they do. They pull, they pull their weight. They're, they're super helpful and they're great kids. I mean, obviously we couldn't be, we couldn't be happier. But, but we, we know parents who are 100% you know, structured and they define what their kids are going to do, when they're going to do it, whether it's violin lessons or whether it's karate mm. practice or whether it's whatever. They're living through their kids or they're dictating a timeline and, and an event cycle with an expectation that their kid's going to meet some goal that they've set. Mm. I don't think that's helping.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandfather... Told, told me a story that his dad... So he grew up on a farm in Ohio, and his dad told him, um, when you grow up, are you going to be a doctor or a lawyer? He gave him two options. <laughs> he was not going to be a, let him be a farmer or That's anything like nice. that. <laughs> yeah, he had a choice of those two things, and he ended up being a lawyer because yeah. that was you know how he thought that fit, fit him the best. Um, and now... Um, so here, listening to your talk, you're like, I, whatever my kids want to choose, that, that's fine with them. How, what do you think has changed since then? I mean, generally speaking, well, you know, so, so back in my, my grandfather's day, you know, they didn't want their kids growing up on the farm. They wanted them to be some kind of professional and be successful. So what do you th- How how do you think times are different now from that? I think times are different now
4: because, I mean, small town life I mean yeah, and you're town, not telling you're
0: here. not telling your kids, "Hey, I want you to get out of the small town because you're not in the small town anymore."
4: Right, but but they can only judge what they see. So, in this small town, the only people who really get to live their best lives are doctors mm. and lawyers, mm. you know. Sense. But in the world we live in right. now, mm. those aren't the people living their best lives. Mm. You know, somebody develops an app, mm. you know, some 12-year-old develops an app, you know, and sells it for 300 million dollars or some TikTok Idiot gets a million followers, and they're an influencer, and they make money on that. We don't even comprehend that kind of, you know, lifestyle as a job. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's the world they're growing up in. So, you know, yeah. defining somebody's success by what they, what their W two says is.
0: So you see that you, uh, your perspective is that there's so much more opportunity now for kids that they go out and do whatever, find it. Yeah. There's just so much stuff, makes so sure many potential, so much potential to be successful now yes. compared to what it used to be. How do yeah. you
5: guys define success?
2: Uh, you feed yourself. Feed yourself.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: good. At a point where you don't have to worry about your own life. What does that mean to you? Like, you don't have to worry about financial stabi- stability or not having enough money to buy dinner. So enough
5: money in your bank account to do what you want them to do. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it's not all about money, but it's also about, like, having a job that you want to do and mm. living where you want to live. Mm-hmm. Why do you say it's not all about money? Because if you want to have a, like, if you want to be successful, you don't want to be successful working mm-hmm. in a factory. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want to work in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody really wants to do that,
5: mm-hmm.
2: so you want to, if you want to be successful, you want to be successful at something you want to do, right? So it's not just about... How much money you're making about what you're doing. And if you want to do it.
5: So is that like a happiness factor? Yeah. Okay. Satisfaction.
2: What do you want to do? I want to become a chef.
5: Excellent.
2: I want to make the best foods. Share them with people who will pay me for it. Okay. <laughs> Where does that come from? Do you know? I mean, I, I always thought... How, well,
0: first of all, how old are you? I am 15. You're 15. You already know what you want to do. I
2: believe I know what I want to do. I awesome. known what I wanted to do, so to speak, for a few years. And uh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about much anything else that I've, you know, wanted to do or that I thought I might be good at.
0: What do you recall? What made you interested in becoming a chef? Was there any particular thing or event? No, I don't
2: think there was a moment where I just decided.
3: But
0: well, that's cool because I uh, I talk to my kids about my kids, and they still they're like I don't know I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> so part of my job as a parent is like trying to help them figure it out, and um, and I don't know that I can do that. Like like you two both seem to have have an idea for what you want to do, and it just it seems like it just comes organically. To some people and other people, they gotta figure it out. I don't
2: know. I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't know if being a chef is like—and that's 1 fine. Percent what I want to that's do, but I know absolutely fine. Yeah, but I know it's a good path and it can lead to happy life. And I would like to cook. I would. I, w- I wouldn't be against cooking all my life. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. So, maybe you
3: them what they want to do next?
0: Who, my kids? Mm-hmm. What do you mean next? Shorter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What do
0: they want to do next? Yeah, they don't.
3: <laughs> I want to go to the beach. do they to so They want to live with their mom? Does? Like, I, don't know. I mean, that's the fact. No, I mean, would
0: ask. so yeah, so no, they not, not forever. You know, college is the next step for all of them um, in getting out of to. college. Or because
3: it's required? Um,
0: because I think, I, I mean, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I think it's because they don't know <sighs> really. <Okay. laughs> The cat just attacked Aiden.
5: <laughs> no, I'm good. I
0: think it's because they don't know what they want to do, and so college is <laughs> buys them time to figure okay. that out, and maybe some education. Quiet will... time, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's
0: just
3: something we haven't pushed with the kids.
0: You haven't pushed college, mm-hmm. so is college something that you want to do? I feel like is college, it required to do what you want to do?
2: I feel like college is an important step. This to is so any interesting. I feel like. Why? I mean, when you want to get a good job that will help you go through life easier, one thing that they're going to look for is college application, college tuition time, just a good education so somebody knows what they want to do.
0: Where, where does that idea come from? It doesn't come from your parents, apparently, from what I'm hearing.
3: Well, but we've, we've run that track already. What? College track. He's got zero degrees, yeah. zero graduate degrees, yeah. and he makes more money than I do, and I have okay. three degrees. Yeah. So it's hard to tell them that college degree. is it for success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it you It successful. doesn't make you successful. Right. No, but work it, ethic makes you successful.
2: But it can help.
3: Responsibility makes you successful. If college is an option. We're not saying don't go, mm-hmm. but I'm saying I'm not going to pay for you to decide what you want to be for four years. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So that's what I'm asking. Why does he think
2: that yeah. it's so important? I just see it a lot and a lot of people who a lot of successful people have gone to college. I mean, it's not like college is a bad thing. No. And I think if it can either really help or, you know, maybe not help
3: mm-hmm.
2: I I'd rather, you know, go to college, get that little extra An
3: extra push. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well that's fair. I mean, but yeah, you don't need college to be successful. Uh, There
2: are a lot of famous chefs who haven't gone to college.
0: Yeah. What about you? Do you think college is necessary to do what you need to
1: do? I don't think so at all. Like, especially if you are like a specialty field, but like you don't really need to go to college, like blacksmithing. I mean, unless you go like a blacksmith college or something, or like plumbing or something like that. Like a, what's that?
5: Vocational.
1: Yeah. Something like that. I forgot what the the skill was, but it's, it's like, those kind of skills. Like you don't really need to go to college to be su- successful in those kind of fields. And I'm, there are a lot of examples of people who are successful now who have never gone to college.
0: Can uh, you be a pilot without a college degree?
1: Yeah. Over over a
0: Helicopter. Yeah. yeah. That's the what I intend awesome. to do. Oh, okay. But if I have to,
1: I'm, I may make the decision. Now I still have two years to decide. So mm-hmm. I'm, I may change my mind later, but right now I have no intention of doing it because I, I see people go into debt for no reason. Right. They have to pay back a lot of money. Yep. I think I'd rather keep the money yeah. And <laughs> do what I want. Right. Right. But
3: they've also got military options. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we've always promoted, you know, if you – because we're not going to pay for college. We might help them out in the beginning if they want – like if he wants to go to the Culinary Institute. Uh-huh. But the plan isn't to put them through four years of college right. for $60,000 right. minimum.
2: Yeah. Money, is, money for college is a big question. Um, I was – honestly, it was an option that I would do some sort of military time to get my college paid for. Mm. and It's an, it's an option mm-hmm. as much as college is. So.
0: That's awesome, though, that you guys are open about that right. and – there's no ambiguity, of, and you you know that's what you got to do to, yeah. <laughs> to even, get through college. Well, even in the work four years. In, you know? Yeah. To yeah. paying somebody to, to sit
4: on their ass and decide.
0: Yeah. Does, does yeah. I was not offered
4: that. I mean, my mom said, you know, when I graduate high school, you, you can go to college, but like your sister ahead of you, I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. My sister went on a scholarship. Mm mm-hmm. uh, Mom told me, "Get off your ass and get a scholarship." You so, <laughs> because I'm not paying for it. I'm yeah, recruiters. So I, went, I just didn't want to be in Oklahoma. So
2: yeah,
4: yeah. It was, and that's kind of a, something we've passed down as making your own way. You because know?
2: mm-hmm. we can just put them we,
4: We've we've raised these guys to be as independent as we possibly can. So
2: we used to take the uh, train to and from school sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: The train to and from school. Yeah. Where?
2: In uh, Germany, Germany yeah. oh, we take yeah. the subway from our our house in and We walk down the hill. We, I think this was only some mornings. Can't shit. Some mornings when they didn't really, they couldn't really take us to school because we usually got taken to school.
3: Or we, we take usually, you in no, the, yeah, it was the us, when yeah, you take us. Yeah, yeah. Germany obviously allowed them to be pretty free with mm-hmm. the the age restrictions were a lot less. I mean, you know, they could be out and about at sixteen. You can go buy a 18. child
2: ticket by yourself yeah. one child I no, and no all tickets cared. for a train, yeah. And mm. it was
3: very, it was very safe. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of freedom. And then they then we brought them here and they can't leave the house without us.
2: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a very good transition. It wasn't. No,
3: Merga. What's what's been
0: hard about it? COVID. <laughs> coming, oh, coming from Germany to America, right yeah, during COVID. I think it's it was good timing. Two months
3: I mean, of school and then that was yeah, it. There's yeah. just nothing to do.
1: Like in Germany, you can go downtown, you know, grab beers with your friends and just like chill. But here, you can't. Yeah, because we can't do anything. We're yeah, but it's probably in. like
0: that there now too. We're no, stuck in they're, almost they're over it. Over it right?
1: Yeah, they're, they're open. open? Yeah. Yeah. I see my friends posting all the time. Oh, so really? Yeah, I know. They
4: mm. actually beat it.
5: Hmm. <laughs> they had a down curve. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> We're still waiting for ours.
5: <laughs> so, how do you guys define success?
3: <laughs> um, I, think they've I think my bar is it. probably pretty low just because of my history. Yeah. I'm not on drugs,
2: I'm not an Success.
3: Yeah. <laughs> giant collection of wine. Yeah, I, I, I have everything I've ever wanted. No. Yeah. And I, and I know that if it was just me, I'd be fine on my own. I'm not dependent on anything. So
2: I think that's something we should add to our definition of success. I think, uh,
3: yeah, I think. Independent. My my criteria is probably my bar is pretty low, mm-hmm. so I've got I've way exceeded the bar. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah.
0: So no other ambitions other than that.
3: Um. So, Not saying that that's bad. No, like, that's great. But so when I grew up, my mom was kind of an overdreamer. So oh, I'm good.
0: Like, I want to hear about this overdreaming. There
5: you yeah.
3: Go. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom would get really loaded in whatever substance she wanted to do, and like uh-huh. she would start talking about some grandiose plan to improve our life. And it lasted for the entire time she was drunk until she passed out, and then we would go. Probably spiraling afterwards. Mm -hmm. So we were either losing our house or losing our, having to move into different places or Mm. we didn't have food to eat or no jobs or we had to move again or you name it. So at that point, it was just, to me, people that dreamed big dreams or fantastical things were, it was was a farce.
0: This, I love this. All right. So Mm -hmm. So was, so I'm like that, but I'm usually doing that. Sometimes when I'm drunk, sometimes when I'm sober. <laughs> so what's bad about that?
3: Yeah, you. Guys, I, I want to find out what's me. bad it's about that. It's hard for me to support some yeah. of you guys sometimes because of that.
0: So compare us with your mom or me with your mom, whatever. <laughs>
3: um, it just seems like they're like so many people want to climb Mount Everest, right? So many people die trying. Right. Mm-hmm. What was the ultimate reason to go up there? Just to say you did it? Mm. And then why would you put so many other people at risk to do something that you really don't have a reason to do? So I think I think I see it that way. I, th- I think that's why it bothers me because I'm just fair. like mm-hmm. you have so many other options. You mm-hmm. don't need to play with fire. You know, <laughs> like it, for me, it's just I don't understand it, and, it, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't want to crush anybody else's dreams but personally i just don't
4: yeah being risk averse is one thing but you know most people would think riding horses would be as risky i mean christopher Mm -hmm. reeves regrets his choices i'm sure so but
3: that's why i think i'm having problems with it now
0: with
4: what
3: you're worried about the risk yeah i'm very risk averse
0: you're having problems riding horses now yeah I
2: fell a horse. Was
3: Which is
5: very unique you for a very unique. As a kid, just for background, she, what, you were like five or six, hopped on this horse in the middle <laughs> of the pasture, no bridle, no sound of nothing, and said, wait, hey, let's
3: go! <laughs> Many times. I made very bad decisions with horses. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's, um yeah, I'm very, I think it, I didn't realize it was risk averse until I got older. Mm-hmm. After I had kids, I didn't want to jump horses as much anymore, and then, it just it's gone downhill from there, I think. But mm. but overall, I remember when Steve and I were younger, and he used to come back from his very boring job and tell me about his grandiose plans to build whatever, and I would just, it just never. I could, I had a really hard time supporting any of that, just because I think to myself, it's all words. It's mm-hmm. not, it does. There's no background behind it. Nobody's going to do that. You don't have that kind of. Not Elon Musk. or... I don't know, I'm, and that's really bad. So I try to just shut up. <laughs> but my mom was that way. She she did it all the time. It was constant. As a kid, when you grow up, and, and you think, you know, oh, I don't know when I'm going to eat again, or if I'm going to have a house to sleep in, and then we're drinking, you know, gross amounts of alcohol, and then telling us, no, we're going to move to Wyoming and we're going to have teepees and we're going to we're going to have this big, great, grand lifestyle, and it's going to be so awesome. And then we're going to – and then the next day I'm like, oh, I don't have breakfast. Mm. I can't get to school. I'm going to skip another day this year.
0: Oh, man. That is so so
3: interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a downer. You're not a downer. Not at
5: all. I <laughs> <laughs> just have a very different history. <laughs> but so that's the thing too. Like for the whole ocean row thing, and I know it freaked you out that we were doing that. And you always supported us 100%. Like you were always behind me, no matter what stupid shit I got myself into. <laughs> <laughs> Way before James. <laughs> like you've always been behind me, one hundred percent, whether or not you agreed with it, you supported it, and that I think is like huge. So,
0: so would it be would it um, be good to for you to for me to say? That? Does that make sense? (laughs) Are you okay with the statement that it's okay to have good dreams as long as you take care of basic needs for everybody around you first? Or how do you qualify? I I still yeah I mean I I appreciate what you're saying, um, but I still feel like having big objectives is a good thing on, on the whole for people. Just manage but your priorities. Can you weigh, yeah, manage priorities. Yeah. Like, got to make sure everybody's fed and yeah, safe. and not like, make First, sure it's but
5: still.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think it changed just over time. I mean, I, I've never been a huge dreamer because I was as a kid. As a kid, I remember daydreaming about, like, this is what it's gonna, my life is going to be like. I was going to be a, a special forces spy veterinarian. I'm like, I all these grandiose dreams as a kid. And then none of them seemed to work out, and I didn't have the work ethic to push through Mm. the the harder ones. Mm -hmm. And so I think now I see – I think it's okay to have dreams, but if you're five foot, 100 pounds, you're probably not going to make it into the NFL. So there has to be some realism. Thats be some like reali- realism yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. I, I think I think that's right um, we've talked about that like I my mom said whenever you could conceive and believe you can achieve. and so I believe that, mm-hmm. you know until I first went after my first big dream and I didn't make it and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. That, that's not, not true. That now, yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. but um, I still think it's important to conceive and believe in stuff and shoot for it because even though i didn't make my that initial goal i'm a much different person because i went after it yeah. than had i not well, I wonder, hopefully better person do
3: you look at dreams differently though cuz when you say dream i think like a base that floats in the sky like i think he, I he knows it. what i'm talking about you could built it thank you you could built it and so when you guys when you, did you think buying this house was a dream no yeah see i would i would say this would probably be, like, an achievable dream versus building a castle mm-hmm. in southern Virginia on a piece of abandoned land out in the middle of nowhere that takes an hour and a half to get from the freeway. Mm-hmm. Cool idea.
0: That's why it's a dream. I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea how we would do something like that. that's where I think that transition goes for Yeah. Months, is yeah. that... Was
0: achievable what's achievable, achievable, and what's not achieve. achievable? Okay, that's yeah. an that's a good. So to me, it's what can I think of that excites me? That's I can't see myself achieving. Can I? Can I achieve something that I don't think I can achieve? That's mm-hmm. to me what's really appealing. So I, it's more of a pushing the
4: pushing the pushing the envelope. Exactly. Right. No, nobody cares about achievable dreams. Right.
0: No, I mean anybody. People can, do. She does. No, but you're saying
4: yeah. anybody can go and get a CDL. Or anybody can go out and get a, you know,
5: out <laughs> get a, a pilot's <laughs> license or something like that. I mean, I yeah. Know, yeah. That are achievable.
4: So those are, you know, goals, but they're reachable. And they may be hard.
0: Dreams. They may be right. hard to achieve. But still, I mean, you know, people do it all the time. So, you know, why not me? kind right. of thing. But, but you're saying at, that's not
4: your definition of a dream.
0: Uh, I, it's not my definition of a dream. Everybody's got definitions. Sure. Different de- definitions, I guess. But um, so our focuses on 10, 10x sized dreams, things that you can't see yourself achieving, but you, you, you got the cojones to think, hey, I'm going to tell people that I want to do that. Mm. That's the part. Yeah. So 10xing the
5: house into a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So my very first big one was be, to become an Olympic scholar. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea, you know, that I, I couldn't see myself doing that, but I went in that direction.
5: He didn't even know how to skull.
0: Didn't even know how to sculpt, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was one of them. And then building this castle to is our shared we have no idea how you know that just sounds stupid to everybody, including me, for, you know, but but what if? You know, can't and will that We have to have, have
5: that,
3: furniture if we get the castle. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now we don't have furniture.
3: <laughs> You just moved the ones downstairs. Those are true. (laughs) (laughs) Most well-traveled couches in the world. Yeah, I wanted to be uh, an Olympic rider when I was a kid. Horse. And I watched that dream quickly. What happened? Quickly fall aside. Okay. Because it's a dream that takes a large amount of money Mm -hmm. and time Mm -hmm. and connections and skill. And even if I had been able to tap into some certain amount of skill. I certainly had zero of the others, so I don't know. That was a hard one to let go, because I saw...
0: So how long did you pursue that?
3: I didn't pursue it. I oh. just dreamt it. Okay. But so gosh, I think when, once I hit 30, it was done.
0: You just gave it up? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. It, it had changed, right? I wanted to do it, and then mm-hmm. I joined the Navy, and I was like, oh, I'll still get there. Mm-hmm. And then I got out of the Navy, and then I was like, tried a bunch of other stuff, and it just... I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a trainer instead. Still
0: that, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, so my theory is that, okay, you can have, you can dream up whatever you want, but you have to do something to try to get there. And if it's so big, you can't even think of what would be my first step. (laughs) So, and that's what makes them so hard. But but you have to take action. There has to be some kind of action to move in that direction.
3: Well, I rode and I trained. Yep. That's true. Now yeah. and showed
0: and yeah. So you didn't just do nothing. <laughs> she
3: did a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I never did anything like to pursue that particular goal. Like I didn't. No, but you worked on improving your skills as a right. horseman. Yeah, but it, but apparently that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> <Depends> <laughs> on the horse. Stupid horses. No. Do you guys have any dreams like that? Big dreams that you don't.
2: I think a dream that I've had that is at some kind of level, like, the kind of dream you're talking about, uh-huh. I think my dream would be to cook with Gordon Ramsay.
5: Oh.
2: It's a big one. Oh, that'll him. never happen.
5: not, not have call you a cow. It's oh,
0: <laughs> Give up the dream. You're never going to get
2: there. Just <laughs> <laughs> stop. It's more going to be too old, but... <laughs> I don't
3: know. Then, he'll, then he'll be... Less
2: famous. Yeah. True. More accessible. No. Wear I'm him down. Just doing my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just Give gotta wear him down. That would be
3: awesome. So, Aiden found he's, he's amazing. a restaurant in London that
2: Gordon Ramsay recommended.
3: Oh, And wow. that's where we went Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was really hmm. cool. We also
2: have a book called uh, Ad Hoc at Home.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's from, it's not from Gordon Ramsay, but it's from another, it's from another chef, Thomas Keller. It's amazing chef. And it's wow. an amazing cookbook. We haven't really gotten to use it. I want to be use it at some point warrior, or at some point in my life. Very that's awesome! Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool dream.
3: What about
1: you, Vaughn? Um, I think one of mine is um, remember the one website, Mortar Investments? So there's like yeah. this uh <laughs> army surplus or something, and I think it's like Czech. Mine wants to but they're selling. Podcast old BMPs, you know those are? Mm. Yeah, do you yeah like they're for like 30 definitely. grand. Nice. So it's like super cheap. The Dream hard part would be bringing it up. over and like maintaining it. Yeah. <laughs> 10X, that's like the hard part. I mean, that's like something I do like way later online, yeah. in life. I don't know when I have the money and the time. But I don't know. That's something that I always thought was like really cool to like drive one of those. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Also, They were selling a MIG 21, but it's not flyable at all. So I think that should be cool to have. Just, even if it's just sitting in the backyard, just yeah, that's my jet, you know, there's someone cool. We
0: we flew with a guy up in Maryland who had all kinds of, he 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 had the first, he had a Harrier that he took over from the UK piece by piece and first Harrier on American soil up in Maryland. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's he had a he, bunch he of, huh?
1: And then he rebuilt it. He rebuilt yeah.
0: it, and uh, he he was in the process of rebuilding yeah, it when it we really when cool. we met him. But um, we got to sit in it, and uh, yeah. And he had a, well, <laughs> sorry. What was l L thirty one C or something like that? We flew in. I
5: it was LC nine, but that's my that's my a, It was so an L. Not- <laughs> L something, but it was a yeah. Czechoslovakian
0: plane that, yeah, yeah. that really he cool. also owned that we got to fly in. Yeah. So we he had a, he had his in. own hangar. <laughs> he had his own jets in yeah. the hangar. So totally, I mean, somebody else is doing it. Yeah, totally. You totally it sounds really
3: it. Cool. Yeah, you could do it. Their dreams seem a lot more realistic.
4: Who? Them. Yeah. They're dreams than on. his. What was your big dream? <laughs> Where do <did> we begin? <laughs> I used to work nights. <laughs> 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 All alone. <laughs> I had a 40-minute drive in and a 40-minute drive home and lots of time to myself to think. So, yeah, I went through the mechanical engineering phase of, of developing a new type of
5: engine
4: mm-hmm. theory, And using this, based off a rotary engine, I don't you know what rotary engines are, um, based off of that, to build this new type of engine, Super efficient, super powerful, super everything you would expect when you're designing something. And get them out that on these giant um, blades like you would have for a, uh, a windmill type thing. Originally mm. it was windmill designed to mm. turn electricity. Because we lived on a farm and had electricity, you know. But uh, I was going to put up a windmill. It was a crappy idea. Everybody does that. So I designed this engine in my head of course and then I was going to Mount this on a giant platform, and make a floating, the head in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Like floating, floating base that they would just yeah. cruise around on. I was like, uh, I like 10 years I ago, I was going to make that. So. <laughs> so I would come home and regale her with all the technical design <laughs> choices that I made
3: Used to put me in sleep. driving
4: home. And, yeah, She'd be snoring like 30 seconds into this conversation. <laughs> but uh, it was great therapy for for me, in my alone time, and for
2: her, when she's trying to go to sleep. So. <laughs> it's like a living sleeping pill. Yeah. So. It was
3: a living. Even now, I get tired. I'm like... <laughs> you know, about, know, even now, that. I was like... Oh. <laughs> tell yeah. me about the, like, the windows. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. So, what though. happened?
4: Oh, it's not achievable. How do you know? I'm not an engineer. So... No. A... It just working through the mechanical... Mm. In my, my head, how you know, engines work and how mechanically, pseudo-mechanically inclined I like, can be.
5: Yeah.
4: How yeah. it should work. How it actually works. I can't make things work that are actually supposed to work half the time. <laughs> you know, take it apart, it they're like, this worked, but I'll take it apart. And now it doesn't work anymore. So I'm definitely not going to build something out of scratch. Yeah. But, um, no, just same with those type of things. Yeah. You know, build my own castle kind of thing. Yeah. But never yeah. pursued it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like this... Skybase, you're talking about. It takes more than just one type of engineering. It does. It takes every type of engineering. <laughs> so one person doing it is yeah. Hell, you technically impossible. Well, yeah, yeah. So unless you had like the knowledge of ten lifetimes of different schools in engineering, yeah, you can't do this by yourself. Or had ten
5: partners. Yeah. No. Yeah, but you were working
2: alone. Just problems, <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. solvable
0: problems. Yeah, <laughs>
4: but so that was my grandiose dream. But
2: yeah, I think i, I, I was never wanting to be like your mom, where she had this dream that she would just like, or how you said, like you like one day this would be your life. I never really thought like that. Like I'd always think. You might get there. You, there's no, like, 100% chance you're going to get there. There's a million things that could happen differently. There's a very small chance that you're going to get to where you want to go. So, I mean, you can try.
3: Yeah, you've had you had a lot of doubts about being a chef. I now.
2: did. A, I, yeah. They're what both p- pretty realistic on how things are going to go
3: or how things could go. I'm a dreamer.
0: So. But you said
2: you're not a dreamer? I'm not I don't think I've, I've had pretty like, basic reality I think yeah. the Gordon Ramsey thing was like a hope of something that might be able to happen would oh, yeah, be cool yeah it'd be super cool no. but I doubt it's gonna actually happen hey
3: nope no
0: so where do you guys see yourselves in ten years
2: finished the arena finished what <laughs> finished with the arena
0: <laughs> the horse arena
2: yeah I finished with that chilling <laughs> spending every day on their rocking chair on the front porch
3: Done with the house repairs. Maybe? I
2: should hope so in ten years. I'm sure in ten years the house should (laughs) be.
5: It's a big list.
2: (laughs) My parents did
4: or not my parents. My grandparents did a lot of camping, you know, RV type camping when we were kids. You know, they would take their suburban and their trailer and they would go off and spend the summer seeing whatever. You know, spending a week here, a week there, and just move around. Yeah. So I always thought that was a great lifestyle. <laughs> so, in ten years, <laughs> it'd have to be a five star RV for her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With a horse trailer,
5: trailer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not are going.
4: She considers it a three star hotel camping. So, <laughs> but something like that. I mean, just a little more relaxed, a little more off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. But. I think Man. we both look
3: at things we haven't done yet that we still want to do. Yeah. We've spent 17
4: years overseas we haven't seen most of America. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Haven't seen the Grand Canyon or Niagara or I mean, I've seen Rushmore but we haven't been to Yosemite. We haven't done lots of things.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. stuff we still want to do. Grab an RV and spend yeah. a
2: couple of years doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how you said we were going to go and do a foreign trip in, in an RV? Yeah, we never got it. Never did that.
3: No. no. We did two other long trips though.
2: We did do that but no. the RV was like something else because we could just play Xbox as we were driving.
3: I know. It's
5: all about you. It's all about you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're going to have a driver's license soon, so you can
5: help drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> we'll <never> be...
0: No. <laughs> what was the best place you guys visited in Europe?
2: Everyone would want to go back. Everywhere.
3: Ireland? I think my f-
2: Ireland? I think my favorite place in, like, or Scotland. in middle Europe was probably, like, Sicily. I think that was when we were in Italy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we liked Italy too. There, it really, I don't think there's a place we could choose.
4: If we could only go back to one, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Ireland or Scotland. Mm. Just because of the people. Mm. I mean, it was beautiful, but the friendliness of the people there over Malta or Sardinia or, Mm. or Czech or. So, yeah. All the other countries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, was it um, Greece? I mean, that was nice, but, you know, Sweden and Denmark and all those places were great, but uh, it's the people hmm. we, that we really
3: connected with. I yeah. know, uh, we, we had a really, it was fun. I, it was always hard to say, oh, yeah, that was it, or that was the place to go back to. People are always like, well, what's your favorite place? And like,
2: they were all nice Literally in their own way.
3: The, yeah, the scenery in Austria and Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And
2: every country had its own you know, thing.
3: History yeah. everywhere. Except for Poland. Except <laughs> for Poland. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a little Al- rough history. <laughs> yeah, Auschwitz <You> wasn't really know, a great trip. trip. <laughs> Once we went to Hol- Poland. Yeah.
2: yeah, they weren't they didn't like us at all. Remember no, we went to really? Stonehenge. That was, that was yeah. fun. Yeah,
3: Stonehenge. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The Poles blamed us for... Leaving them. To Russia. Oh, really? Yeah. To After the Marshall Plan, and we supported the rebuilt of Germany, and they were ruled by Russia for until 84. Mm-hmm. They thought we hung them yeah. out to dry.
2: Man, I never that, realized like, that there was an ice yeah. rink on top of the Apple Tower. never realized that. No. Yeah. Most also the crepe stands. I was like, what? Is up here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's that?
5: Yeah. We
2: walked up that. That was a
5: pain in the ass. <laughs> My dad, we, we walked up it quite a few times, and my dad made us count the stairs every freaking time. Really? And then Notre Dame, too. and oh, Hide yeah. the count the stairs, and I still don't
3: remember how many of either of them. At least you got up there, though. Oh, yeah. now, oh that's true, because now you can't, yeah. 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 Well,
5: yeah. I
2: actually, uh, we were with a school field trip mm-hmm. during my second year of high school in Germany. We went to this uh, we went to this chapel in Ulm.
3: Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah oh, it's it's supposed to exactly. be like yeah, the really tallest, tallest one
2: and of course I ran to the top first yeah ahead of my entire class and it was just I had tons of pictures I posted yeah, it was on Instagram fast. yeah because I like to have fun <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was up th- when I was up there looking down on like all the stuff it was super cool it was mm-hmm. it was really nice I got to enjoy it and then I started writing yeah so uh, one final
0: note. Do you two have any words of wisdom for people like us who have stupid dreams, crazy stupid dreams?
5: <laughs> you, you more
0: well grounded, people?
4: No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's a uh, a recipe for anybody. You know, I mean, the way I was raised. I mean, mom and dad divorced when I was too young to remember. You know, mom got a job that she could get you know without a college degree she did that until she moved up to a better job and then she did that until she moved all the way up the chain until she had to have a college degree to get the next promotion she went back to school when i was in junior high you know working 40 50 hours a week driving two hours to a community college to finish her degree i mean busted her ass Mm -hmm. you know to get up to where she wanted to be and she got to where she wanted to be and that was very well driven and work i think Specific and and she re- achieved her goals, but there were never goals that she set. Coming out when she was valedictorian of her class in high school, that's not where she wanted to be. You know that wasn't the path that she chose. That wasn't the the roadmap that she laid out.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So that's kind of the way I've always been. It not necessarily by choice, more or less just by you know, happenstance or that I just kind of glommed onto her her. Unchosen, but it worked itself out kind of path so i don't I don't think anybody could really determine that your choices or your path could be better for you I mean, that's I don't believe the whole life coach thing mm-hmm. you know I'm sure there are people oh, yeah. who who can't get out of their own way and to hear somebody yeah. else tell them you yeah. need to stop smoking, yeah. or you need to stop eating, you know. Chick-fil-A or you need to stop drinking Diet Coke or you need to whatever your problem is. You know, I'm sure life coaches have that role, but I don't necessarily think that an outsider can tell you what your dreams are supposed to be or where you're supposed to be pointing your your life.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So, because at the end of the day, you're going to lay down in bed and you're going to have to live with whatever whatever choices you make. And that, that other person is just going to go back to their All right. Life. Mm-hmm. counting the money that you paid for <laughs> yeah. those, you know? yeah. that's right that's right so. words of wisdom no not really
2: just be happy with your choices Mm-hmm. No.
5: that's very wise
2: uh, I think I'm asking them to say um just like for people who like to dream like you do and like her mom did uh
3: sorry you didn't mean to classify it <laughs> no no I'm not saying
2: moving on <laughs> You can dream as much as you want. You can say this is where I want to be. You can work as hard as you want, but you got to know that there are a million things that can happen to where you might not get there. You won't always end up where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, just be, just
0: just realize that.
4: Don't and don't let it define you.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, failure is
2: that's part of it. That's part of achieving your goals. Success isn't all. Like, completion, there are failures in success. hmm hmm Very true. Yeah,
5: very
2: wise. That's so smart.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got anything for us, Liz? I don't know. I don't... Differentiate to, to make us not like your mom.
3: To make you not like your mom. Or my mom. mm well, I don't think anybody can be like my mom. I don't know. I, I just... I always tell people just, you know, do the best job you can do. If that's towards any goal or objective, it doesn't matter, I think that's universal. I think mean, just getting through this life and whatever it throws at you is probably, you know, the only thing you can control is you. So you do the best job you can, and you be proud of the effort that you put forth, and then I think that's successful. Whether or not you actually build a castle down that land in Southern Virginia, Or not. I I don't think you guys have that problem, though. I see you guys put a lot of effort into what you do. And you own it, and you really want it, and you you work towards it. And I think that's all you can ask for.
5: And step one, your husband's going to make sure I don't blow myself up (laughs) the (laughs) porch. Yeah. I think... Sorry.
2: Go ahead. Uh, I think as, as you're going through life, and as you're you know you're growing some people may not like think about this but the path you're on is always going to keep changing around you mm-hmm. and like mom said the only thing you can do is you know your best you can't control life you can't control what it what it'll do what it'll happen but you can control how well you handle the situation All right was very wise
5: yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to run this podcast or what <laughs> I don't know, man.
3: Uh, I the think chef a lot. I'll be a
5: life coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, we should
2: have you guys back on in ten years. We <laughs> have way too many thoughts. going on? Are you hissing at my legs? Go
1: away, Vaughn.
0: You got any words of wisdom for us? Eat strawberries.
1: I don't know. Don't overcommit.
0: Oh, <laughs> huh, that's interesting. interesting. Why not? What's wrong with overcommit? He I mean, everything. 10x.
1: Like, you 10X build X up. 10x the commitment. Like, you build up, and then, I don't know. I, I think of it as, like, you got, like, a stable job or whatever, and then you just throw everything at, like, this goal, mm. and you may not make it. Mm. And why risk it all when, I don't know. Hmm, interesting.
5: Mm. It, just makes, it just makes sense to
1: me. I can see other people doing it. But I just put
5: it too. So, if we oh. sold our house, sold everything, and, like, lived on the land full time to try and do it, that, that would be a dumb idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I death.
4: Yeah. coming you guys. I think we His point about college. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to lay out or borrow, you know, a yeah. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. With the expectation, at the end, you're going to have something. You know.
5: Yeah. You're yeah. betting on yourself, but yeah. you
4: might have a degree. You might have no. the skills to obtain a job.
0: I didn't have skills when I graduated.
3: Mm-mm. I still don't but have skills. <laughs> <either>. <laughs>
5: I got a doctor at a tough and I ain't got no skills. <laughs> Thank
3: hey, yes, you, did Shit because you remember how much I used to push him. Oh to yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, All the time. I was and constantly he's like, go, no. you're back. like, go. No. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And I have oh, yeah. I have two bachelors and a master's. And he makes more money than I do. Yep. Not even joking. Yep. Every year. Every fucking
2: And you're better at your job.
3: <laughs> your yeah. no, job. She's very
2: good at her job. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was good.
4: She she is. I mean, we, we both have amazing work ethic that that I think, for whatever reason, from different, different perspectives, we developed it on our own. You know, I think the Navy probably helped shape that into a marketable sense. But, I mean, her wanting to not be her mother, me mm-hmm. wanting to not be, you know, stuck in Oklahoma working some dead-end shit job that I, you know, had in high school, hmm. digging ditches.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's... That drives you.
0: Hmm. That's so. another good point. How uh, you don't want to be something shapes who you become. Yeah. Why not make something that you do want to become shape who you become? Yeah. Sometimes you don't That's have
3: that option though. I I had an assignment in high school, and they said you need to write a report on somebody that you look up to. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody I looked up to. Mm. And so, and mm. I didn't realize until I think Africom that I actually discovered somebody that I can look up to. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a difficult, I think, transition for some people. Like, I can say those are things I definitely don't want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parenting is the same way. Okay, I'm not going to be this type of parent. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't know what mm-hmm. the type yeah, yeah. of parent or the type of person you want to be is because mm-hmm. you don't have that role mm-hmm. model. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. that basis.
3: So actually, there's a lot of mm-hmm. um, research around that,
5: but it's academic research, bring it back to school. Okay. Uh, and that's exactly easy. So if you look at a menu, it's really easy. Like, you go to the restaurant, you look at a menu, it's really easy to say what you don't want. Right. I don't want asparagus, I don't want this, I don't want that. But what I do want is all contingent upon your environment, your surroundings, so your well, all these other factors. So that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Yeah. From... <laughs> <laughs> I knew that PhD was valuable. <laughs>
3: <Damn> it. <laughs> you
5: just
0: needed a PhD so you could talk to me. <laughs> Not always.
3: It's to get to reach the autistic people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slash software
5: engineers.
2: You need a lot of hate for that one.
3: I know. Uh,
0: all right. On that note, I guess we'll wrap it up. Thank you all very much for talking with us on the mic and agreeing to allow us to use your interview on our website, dream10x.com. Thank you very much.